From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black. True Detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. Get into Geek, we're talking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. My name is Mitch, joining me as always, Matty Gibson. Yo. What's doing? I wasn't prepared for a follow-up Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Normally I just let you just do your thing. (laughs) What am I doing? Intros, Ah! do all that stuff. I'm like, I was not prepared for a (laughs) follow-up. Don't you get people go, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. What have you been doing? It's like, I've been doing good. A couple of times I've been caught with someone who go, hey, how are you going? I'm good. No, I'll say, hey, how are you going? Good. And I go, oh, good. How are you? And I'm like, good. How are you? Yeah, you forget who's and you just asking keep, what. Yeah. Keep bouncing the ball back. Yep. I'm just like, yeah, let's talk about you. I'm boring. Let's talk about I you instead. I feel like I always do that to the worst possible people. It's like someone that I really look up to, a hero of mine of some description, like a boss at work. Right. You just or... happen to be a part of a conversation with them. You don't, yeah. un- you don't, you don't clock what you're actually saying. No, no. Yeah. Just get out of there. Laugh as mm. if you realize how stupid you've been. But then also, now they're judging you because you're laughing at yourself. It's, and it, yeah. it's, it's too awkward. So. Oh my God, they gave me a compliment. And you leave, you leave and then you're like, they gave me a compliment. Did I thank them for it? <laughs> Shit, did I? Did I compliment them back? Oh God, they're going to think I'm an arrogant prick. So anyway, we're very confident people here on Getting a Geek. Um, <laughs> no problems whatsoever with our day-to-day interactions with people. And that's no. why we're here talking about a TV show that we watch by ourselves. Pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. The Last Day, it's episode 8 of season 5 of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, this sort of shit is my jam, I feel. like I really like the layout of this story and I found myself writing it down. At least how I thought maybe this story was presented to me, and then I realized I was looking at it all wrong. So I guess the way I've written out is saying their present is obviously in the future. Like, their, their, their present, their day-to-day activity is in our future, but the story itself is intercut with their initial future, which is set in the past. So, like, we're seeing um, Robin's past from 2018, 2022. That's how she lived. That's how the agents initially lived out their lives. And then, obviously, the main story that we're seeing is her having brought them from before those events that we're seeing where they're on the Zephyr and there's shit going wrong in the world to her current day, which is our future. <laughs> and it's I'm, like, trying to piece it together. And I'm like, are we, are we seeing what they're going to do when they get back and they're trying to do things different? I'm like, this is a real lost situation for mm. me. And which version are we seeing? Are we seeing the flashback? Are we seeing a flash forward? And then after, like, obviously a couple of minutes, I realized it was, yeah, an alternate timeline or the original timeline. And well, I don't know. I thought it was really well done. I really liked it. See, here's the thing. I watched this, I watched this episode three times. Yeah. The first time I watched it, I was so confused. Yeah. And I went, these idiots do not know how to write time travel <laughs> in any way, shape or form. And I went, you know what? We've got some time. I'm going to go back and watch it a second time just so I can get really specific on how I'm going to tear it apart. Mm. And then as I'm watching it, 
I just had this... Sounds like, like you were watching it as if it was a DC TV show, <laughs> Well, you know me. When it comes to time travel, I'm really, really finicky. Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm watching it, and then suddenly I kind of had this epiphany about three quarters of the way through, and then I went, wait a minute, it's just Back to the Future. Mm. It, well, part two. It's mm. Back to the Future part two. Why do I never have any issues with that movie? Cause, yeah. Because my thing is, um, like, how can Robin have a memory of May of a May that doesn't exist? Mm. It's like if if she's pulled May from the past into the future, mm. she can't have any memories of this post-apocalyptic May yeah. living together on the, on the Zephyr and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And I'm like, that... And then you see... Um, Fitz rock up, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Fitz is asleep in a in a tube, orbiting Jupiter or whatever it is. So it's yeah. like there can't be two Fitzes. Mm. Like it's not he didn't time travel, so there there can't be two. But then I'm going, well, wait a minute, it, it's literally just the story from Back to the Future Part Two. Why have I never criticised that film? Mm. So I actually then went back and watched Back to the Future Two <laughs> between rewatches, between, of this, and yeah. then came back and watched this a yeah. third time yeah. just to try and figure it out. So the only way I I was able to wrap my head around this episode is the May that we see in the flashbacks, like the post-apocalyptic flashbacks, that's our May who is, who is in the future. That's her future. So the only way it can happen is if that May has memories of going to the future and meeting old Robin then travelling back, and that's why she's okay with her powers. Along her, yeah, and continuing yeah. along her storyline. Right. That's the only way I can justify this time travel making sense. Now they don't. the The story issue I've got is they don't really like lay into that. Mm. Like May is very standoffish. Mm. Like to to young Robin is like I don't have time for you. Blah 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 blah. But it's like if she'd experienced the future that our May is experiencing as part of her past. Oh my god, my pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> um, she would have met old Robin and known about how old Robin called her mother and then she would have gone back to 2018 and lived that life and been really connected to Robin, yeah. I feel like. So that's the only disconnect there that I that I can that I can find. Yeah. How uh, how does that just um I don't know why this popped up in my head. How does it, you think that works in with when you got young Robin post apocalyptic uh, May in bed, she's trying to get Robin to sleep and she's like, I've got something really important to tell you how you escape or something and may said yeah not yet you don't tell me yet like that may then if that's the case what you're saying if that theory is true which i love that may has already heard that advice but that robin yes. has not told so that, it's oh, it's like whoa. it's like one is moving forward in time and one is moving back in time yeah kind of yeah. so may is telling her don't tell me yet mm. even though may already knows mm. from her point of view she already knows but she's saying to robin don't let yourself tell me yet. Yeah. Because for Robin, she's traveling forward in time yeah. to when she's older, but May's already experienced that future and she's come back in time to when Robin is young yeah. with that information and says, don't tell me yet. Right. Well, it, okay. Yeah. See, I never for one second, until you just started speaking, thought of the problems, quote unquote, with time travel, the idea that, sure, that, original timeline might have happened for Robin, but once mm. she brought the agents from the diner to 2090-whatever, that future never played out because they were never there and yeah. therefore never there to keep her alive. So she maybe should be dead. Exactly. but it's And it's that it's that flip side then. Is, and like I said, with Back to the Future, yeah. 
That means for Back to the Future Part 2 to exist, when they travel forward in time to, was it 2015 or 2018 or whatever it is? Oh, yeah, right, yep. And so, yep. And Marty encounters himself as a, as a father, that father would actually have to have memories of Marty traveling forward in that, in that time. Yeah. But then Marty's doing stuff in there to change the, but then you've also got Biff getting in the way. Well, the so Biff, it's, that's the big problem with that movie, isn't it? Is that Biff, old Biff takes the almanac back to the fifties, gives it to himself to set him up to be Donald Trump in the future, basically. Mm. And then he returns to the future to give the, the car back. Now, the big problem with, you know, doubters in that film is that future Biff goes back in the back in time and then therefore changes the future. He shouldn't be able to get back to his original future because his original future is now changed mm. because of him going back in time. So that, Unless mean, the flux capacitor can compensate for that. <laughs> compensate um, for still adrift. You know, get in a I mean, they've got a DeLorean. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have got a rock. So <laughs> a white rock? A white it's rock. a white piece of a rock. Yeah, that they yeah. have no idea how it actually works. Okay. And it's a white rock that turns to Play-Doh. Yeah. Okay, so with that, let's just expand. I, I, I'm like... I don't even care if I don't even talk about the rest of the episode. I'm just, this I'm just is fascinated this is, with this theory. Yeah, the one note yeah. I read, I wrote down for this episode because I was so because I mean I watch so much sci-fi between Stargate, Star Trek, Farscape, mm. Five, all those sort of things. I feel like I've seen every kind of variation yeah. on time travel there can be. Bloody X Men, you yeah, know, yeah. with the Days of Future Past and all that. So I feel like I've seen every kind of variation on the ways you can travel through time yeah. and the cause and effect and A leads to B leads to C leads to A or sometimes, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was kind of like, huh? <laughs> with this episode. And I was enthralled with it. So if if what you're saying does end up working out, let's play, let's play that's the case. So we need May, a whiteboard. We need a whiteboard. Oh my God, don't. There's Oh, I can see a whiteboard from our room. <laughs> if Ben Clayton was here, he'd be losing his freaking mind. Okay. So that May... Post-apocalyptic May is our May. It's mm. already experienced. She's already experienced future. 70 years in the future with she's Cassius. Now, she's now gone back for what argument's sake goes back to the, the diner. 2018. like Somewhere be, in 2018. Well, we'll, we'll find out. Assuming they do, obviously, at some Get point back. in this series travel back, we'll find out. Maybe they'll travel back to 10 minutes after they left. Maybe yep. they'll travel back to three months after they mm-hmm. left. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, so that's the case. That's future May. So she's the one, as Robin says, is that I called you mum and I, I felt warm to you because you were never afraid of what I could do. And that's why we get along so well and I felt comfortable with you. As we see, Fitz frustrated as all hell because she is just speaking in riddles. She's speaking you know, about different things that are happening. We had Yo-Yo, who's there saying, stop talking at people that haven't even been born yet. You know, this mm. is all so crazy, right? So all these other people don't understand or can't understand or refuse to. They just, it, it's too much for them. So our May has experienced it all and goes back in time. You would assume then that the rest of S.H.I.E.L.D. don't die. They would come back with May, at least we hope so. Well, definitely Fitz and Gemma because we see them in that post-apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. So that's yeah. that's that's our. So they come back. Do they just then get frustrated that they have to work out the complications of time travel? Well, they're still trying to basically once they travel to that post-apocalyptic past slash future for them. <laughs> they I go, hope everyone's keeping up because I don't even know if I'm yeah, keeping up. They have with to myself. go. They have to go back to the past to experience their future. That Robin has already experienced, but mm. this is, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, they're obviously when they go back to 2018, they're trying to prevent the world from cracking apart, mm. which they've been told from the future is um, 
Daisy's fault. Daisy's fault. Yeah. Okay, so okay, that's all. They're the, they're all out. They're our people. They're our fits mm. and all that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and because we don't see Colson, we don't see Colson in any of, of Robin's flashbacks to that yeah, sort of time. That's true. And, and we, we hear, don't see Daisy either. Yeah, and we hear from Yo Yo that Mac is. Well, he's dead, basically. She never says the word dead, but she says he's gone mm. or he's not coming back or yeah. something. So it's like, yeah, so if he if he died in the past, well, he how did he how did he get there? Because he was taken out from the diner in 2018. Yeah. So if you think about time continuing from that moment in the diner that Fitz experienced, yeah. there, none of the other team exist at that moment in time. Mm. So none of that can be happening around them. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I said before, the same time is Fitz didn't time travel with them. Fitz is just asleep in a in a coffin. So he, you can't have two Fitzes in the same timeline if there's been no time travel. Yeah. So, so in that case, would way, there be two Fitzes then? You've got Fitz out. In that situation, yeah. yeah. In, in my theory, that's the only way it could work is Fitz sleeps from 2018 to what, yeah. 2088 or whatever it is. Because what they say? 70 years It's like 2090 something. Yeah, yeah, 2090 something. He sleeps until then, mm. experiences their thing. Presumably, they'll hitch a ride back on the uh, monolith. Yeah. Back to say... 2018 and a half. Yeah. And then he continues living on through there. So while he's on Earth and in the Zephyr that we see in those flashbacks, yep. there is a Fitz asleep with um, Enoch yep. in the ship circling Saturn or Jupiter, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. And so to support that theory, maybe when they return from the future, they get back six and a half months after they disappeared because we know from the Fitz episode back in Ep 4 or 5, he was in that jail for six months yeah. before then he found Hunter... That helped him with Enoch get into the tube, blah, blah, blah. Now, you would think on some level, if the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents were getting around, that Hunter would be aware of it. Mm. So maybe just to save themselves from any kind of confusion or little contradictions, they will have them arrive back six and a bit months after they left. So not to, yeah, f*** with that Mm. Fitz episode. Okay, so my my big question about this, and it's more so about you, not so much the show, if this turns out not to be the case, what you're suggesting, Mm -hmm. and it's just a matter of them, quote-unquote, not knowing how to write time travel, or at least write it the way that we might prefer. Well, and the way that they've specified Robin's abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to be... Right now, it seems like you're loving this idea, this theory, that this show might have really written something quite genius, you know, in its own Mm. context. Are you going to be really disappointed if you find out that that's not where they're going? That, Or are you going to be like, okay, well, I guess they succeeded in what they did do. It just wasn't where I thought and how much and how big I thought yeah, they were going it, to Yeah, it'll depend on how how and or if they write it off. Yeah. Um, if they don't sort of do it the way I'm thinking, the only other plausible way I can think about it is is a retwig of Robin's powers mm. where she's not necessarily traveling through time but she's she's experiencing alternate realities because yeah. that is the only way she can show like the the show can show us memories of her with an alternate sort of fits and Gemma mm. and May that we haven't experienced um is yeah, is for her to be like jumping through to alternate reality timelines, much in the same way um, in Infinity War when when Doctor Strange says he's yeah. used the Time Stone to experience, you know, fourteen, 14 million different. Yeah. Oh, look, you've, honestly, you've I retain it that to memory so f***ing quickly watching that movie. You like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's uh, definitely six hundred. I think it's N five. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, in in a way, she could be experiencing that that alternate future. Mm. 
which does pay off because didn't didn't her father his power was to see whenever anyone dies. Yes. He saw that he saw their death when he touched them. He saw how they died. So maybe they could play it off as an extension of her power. Is well, that's when basically everybody dies. Is yeah. when the planet is destroyed. So maybe she's seeing these visions of an alternate timeline. Mm. But yeah, but the, yeah, it's a little bit until we can sort of lock down her powers. Yeah. It's it's harder to to quantify that aspect of it. Mm. I think that's why my brain just naturally went to my first theory, and went, okay, I can I can live with this because, like I said, when I first watched it and I didn't pick that up because of the way that May was playing it, that yeah. she, the the alternate May, really had no time for Robin, mm. and it's like, well, if she's met old Robin, she would have time for her. Yeah. Um. So that was when I first watched it. I'm like. Nah, this doesn't make sense. They've done it wrong. You can't. Yeah. It's not possible. All right. I, I was um, going to... So my to... only thought is that it could be May just... May's in, in serious mode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, I, I was actually going to say, okay, to get back to the story, let's talk about this, you know, and, and enough of the theory, but this actually might support that theory because one thing that's really pissed me off so far about the way that people look at Daisy is they call her the world killer. They're saying that, you know, you did this. And she's like, well, I didn't. You know, I didn't do this. I left the world and it was fine. I got brought to the future. Or at that stage, she didn't even know where she was or when she was. But she knew she didn't kill any world. But they're telling her that she did. And then I think maybe it was Zeke, you know, when he finally sort of come out and said that he was really pissed off about her destroying the world. And he said, well, a, a version of you out there did. Even an alternate reality version of you did this. So mm. therefore, you did it. Now, you get to this episode, and you got old mates who... I, okay, for one, I, you knew you couldn't trust that old bloke. Zeke's, like, you know, pseudo-uncle. Um, that was oh, on, yeah, definitely. Man, because he talks a bit like this. And I'm like, you sound like Michael Madsen. And Michael <laughs> Madsen, aside from Free Willy, I don't think you can ever trust in a film. Like, he's just got that voice. It's like, I don't know, man. There's something sus about you. So when he all of a sudden turns around and he starts trying to kill people, it wasn't a big shock to me. But when he goes to kill Daisy towards the end of the episode and he says because you're the world killer I'm thinking okay one she didn't do it mate I'm sick of thinking about this of all these characters she didn't do it stop blaming her she hasn't done it but he wants to kill her anyway what what diff- even if she did do it which she hasn't but even if she did what's killing her now going to do it's not going to bring the world back that's right. Now, this guy knows a lot about Robin's prophecies. He said, she she talked about you being here 10 years ago. I've got to go save your mates because she told me they survived the crash a decade ago, which is really cool. So does he know? I mean, surely, too, that Robin could foresee. She said, this is the day that it all ends. She would have foreseen that bloke killed her. You, you've, got to, you've got to imagine that she saw that future or her own future, that that bloke was the one that stabbed her. Or... Is is there a line about it, though, where it's like that's the one thing she can't see is oh, her own right. death or something? Yeah, was okay. there that, or am I thinking well, that that was sure. something else? Either way, for me, has she shared enough information with this bloke that he knows they will go back in time and that's when Daisy becomes the world killer. So that's why it's fair enough that other people on the, uh, on the in the lighthouse want to kill Daisy because she did destroy the world in the past, in their minds, because it is their past. But for Daisy, it's, it's non-existent. She never did it. Why is this guy who knows a little bit more about what's going on and what has gone on, why would he want to kill the world killer after she has killed the world unless he is killing her before she does it. Yeah. So I didn't think anything about that line other than you're an idiot if she's already done it, why would you bother? Yeah, exactly. Until you stated that theory and that sure as shit might 
support that yeah, theory. Yeah, it's the only way I could reconcile the whole thing in my head because otherwise I was just like, this is an absolute mess. It makes no sense. But yeah, that's that's the only way I can, I can wrap my head around it is that, yeah, they'll, they'll travel back in time, uh, back to sort of our time and continue along living their lives. And yeah, potentially Daisy has, a, has an issue with, yeah. you know, trying to not use her powers for fear of... And that'll be a nice um, story arc for, for Daisy is maybe they, they get back to our timeline and she doesn't want to use her powers because she's worried that something she'll do will yeah will destroy the earth. It'll always hang over her head, or at least until mm. they get past that deadline. You know, whether it be twenty eighteen when yeah. it happens. You know, I mean, God forbid she gets back and sees half the world dusted, and she's like, "Oh shit, I did this." It's like, no, 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 that was another guy. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. You know what? I'm I'm looking at my notes here, and I don't like to often say, "Here's my notes," but I'm looking down at things that I did write down watching the show. And all of them seem to support that theory. And mm. now I feel like an idiot for not thinking about that first, or at least as well as you. Like I said, it was only because I went to watch it a second time to get all the specifics mm. so that I could tear it apart. Because yeah. I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just had this moment and went, wait. And it, it takes me back to an old Star Trek episode where it's kind of like, they literally, there's like an old homeless man mm. and he's like drawing it um, with a bit of chalk on a, on the side of a wall like it's a whiteboard. Yeah. And he's kind of drawing these lines of like A leads to B leads to C leads yeah, to A. Yeah. And I kind of thought it and I went, oh. <laughs> I just had this moment and then I literally sat there just like trying to work it all out. Well, the other note I had was that in the, in my notes, brackets, original 2022 timeline, Fitz has a wedding ring on. Oh, now, I assume um, I assume Simmons Gemma did as well. I didn't. I couldn't see her hands clearly. I enough didn't see that. Notice, but Fitz had a wedding ring on. Now, as we saw a couple of episodes ago, now that they're reunited in twenty ninety something, Gemma, after Fitz did it originally, uh, <laughs> asked Fitz to marry her, and they're in love. They finally, I, for one of the first times, get to have actually have sex in the show <laughs> and they realize they're alone. No one's trying to kill them. They're like, we've at least got a couple of minutes. Let's finally yeah. do this. Um, they agree to get married. They're going to be together. That's fine. The only thing that's really going to rip them apart now is death. You know, they're, they're getting past the point where it's like, oh, we can't be together because we're on the same team. It's like, fuck it. Let's hold on to the things that make us happy in our lives. So that's fine. They're together. They got married. And for me, I'm like, oh, okay. Had the world have just went on normally, they didn't get kidnapped by aliens. They would have just gotten married post diner you know, in the original timeline. But for you, maybe that works in that theory. They get back to their original timeline and they get married and then shit goes to hell again. Mm. And that's the flashback slash flash forward scenes that we're watching. Man, yeah. I'm, wow, I'm so excited. I wish I could. I, it was on my Fox Like IQ box and I deleted it. Otherwise, I'd go ah. back and watch this episode again. But uh, I'm. It's oh. not worth buying the whole DVD box set just for the one episode. So, no, you know, you know just I mean, wait and see. I'm Captain Chronology, so obviously I'll add it to my like Uber bookshelf that is the MCU <laughs> eventually. And now, come the end, you know, she does say uh, to, um, as Robin does say to May, you know, I'm going to tell you. How to um how to how to get back how to escape and it does that annoying TV thing where it's we can, we we get to hear and see everything that these characters do but the one thing that we need to be asking questions about for the next couple of episodes we don't get to hear because she's whispering in her ear and they pump up the score we see another character's sort of you know point of view of uh, of that conversation but then she does reveal at the end I know what I have to do first things first who's Flint. 
Now, of course, we know Flint as being uh, the the young black kid who can shoot rocks, merge rocks. He's well, got magneto um, powers with rocks. Yeah, uh, geokinesis. Right. That sounds so much cooler than move well, rocks. Well, telekinesis, but with geo. Yeah. Yeah. It's still very fun. It's a mutant power, so you know. right. <laughs> forget these inhumans. It's all about the mutants. Come on, guys. <laughs> so for me, it was like, okay, he's cool. He's just there to be cannon fodder and make Mac feel something for a couple episodes. Mm. Or Although in this bit- episode, annoyed the shit out of me. Flint or his- Mac? Flint. Yeah. With his flip-flopping. It's like Yo-Yo and Mac stayed behind mm. with him because he's like, no, I'm not going to go. I'm going to help the- my people. Ten minutes later, he's like, oh, it's too hard. I give yeah. up. I'm like, are you joking? <laughs> One of the names of this season's episodes was Together or Not at All. Yeah. We split up because of you, bitch. <laughs> you better rally. Yeah. Oh. So what, what does he play and how does he help them escape? And I'd say that if, if I'm th- it, does, does he impede their escape? Why, why, why is May asking these questions? Why is he somehow a key figure in them getting away from the lighthouse and getting back to 2018? My only my only stretch of thought with it is because it's geokinesis and they travelled with the monolith, which mm-hmm. is a big rock, and he controls rocks. Yep. Maybe he'll be able to sense where the monolith is so that they can find it and get home. Yep. That's Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to like, roll with that until I watch rock. the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah. Hey. Um Yeah, that's that's about as far as I can get with it. Um because, yeah, it didn't, the way May delivered the line, it didn't seem like Flint was an obstruction mm-hmm. that they had to get around. It seemed like, okay, I know how to get, so first of all, who's Flint? Yeah. Because he sounds pretty important. Yeah. The, just the way that um, uh, that she delivered the line. Yeah. So that's the only reason I thought, okay, no, he, he's not going to be an impedance to what we're trying to do. Okay. But who knows? And the other thing, obviously, Zeke, when he saw his, you know, quote unquote, uncle, and he's hearing about his dad. Oh, yeah, he's off on a job. Yeah, no worries. He'll be back soon. And then he finds out about the monolith, Peith. And Zeke's like, that was my mum's. He would never leave that for a second. Where mm. the f*** is he? And that bloke doesn't flat out come out and say, I killed him. But are we just, is it like he's dead? And then we are we moving on now? Like that feels like a bit of a, a bit of an open-ended, yeah. tiny, tiny little story limit. I feel they- like in the same way, remember when uh, May was first on the surface? Yeah. And then she was kind of saved by Enoch and he was all like wrapped up in all these, you know, stuff covering him. Yeah. And it was just like a cool reveal. Yeah. I feel like at some point, like Zeke's dad's just going to rock up and save the day or something. Yeah, right. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. something like that. Or he's, maybe he'll be an inhuman or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Because yeah, they have left it kind of very open like that, haven't they? Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, more, I mean, as I'd like to say, that's, that's, that's keeping me going for next week, but. Your theory, holy shit! I'm just, I'm getting so ready to be mind blown with time travel. Right, thanks to Agents of Shield. I never thought I'd say that, and I'm so glad that I am. Look, I don't want to say the last time I saw you know time travel. Besides, this was a horrible season of The Flash where they completely ruined it. <laughs> but you know, it's good. It's good to see some some time travel done well. For I'd a say which one, but I don't know that you'd be able to narrow it down to Flash no. episodes that ruined time travel for you. Oh, the one where Barry was the bad guy ended up being the bad guy in the big giant suit. From the future, oh, it was like God, evil Barry. No, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh no, Christ. Iris isn't wearing a wedding ring, so she can't die. F- off. <laughs> Time travel done right. Yeah. Thanks, DC. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll be back to talk about Agents of Shield episode nine in our next Agents of Shield podcast. Hardly enough, we're talking Shield in our Shield podcast. Now, you know, I like to leave you with a little bit of taste with uh, mm. the next episode's title. 
Oh, do go on. Next season, uh, next episode, episode nine, best laid plans. Doesn't bode well. No. Does oh, not God. bode well. Now I'm already feeling depressed about that situation. <laughs> now I'm going to be watching that episode going, this isn't going to work. It's not going to work. It's They'll not like, going to work, guys. It's foolproof. And I'm like, it totally is. It's going to be fools. Fools galore. God damn it. All right, well, we'll talk about best laid plans next week. Now I'm not excited. <laughs> F***. <laughs> All right, episode nine of S.H.I.E.L.D. next week. In the meantime, check everything else we're doing here on Get Into Geek. we got uh, some movie reviews, The Gifted. We're talking as well in your Marvel world. Over in D.C., we're doing DC TV. In the meantime, follow us on the socials. Like, subscribe, all that sort of gear. Check out all of our old podcasts on the podcasting channels. Check out our sister podcast. We've got to think of a cooler name than that because I don't know that that necessarily fits. I get that it works. Our time clone. No, that's not going to yeah, work. Yeah, it's not going to work either. No. Either way, we do a podcast on Stargate SG-1 called Get Into Gate. If you haven't checked it out and you're an old fan of 90s sci-fi, go and check out Get Into Gate. Maddie and I there with uh, Brendan and Reese. 90s sci-fi yeah. happens to be my wheelhouse. Oh, absolutely. Like, if I was ever going to go on uh, Hard Quiz, you know Hard Quiz? from mm-hmm. Yeah, You'd like my, my special topic. 90 sci-fi. 90 sci-fi. As long as it's not Doctor Who, then I'm fine. Mate, Trivia Night. Give him a call. <laughs> Where can we find you if you, we need you for Trivia Night, Matty? At Hypitch Matty. Yep. That's on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Still can't say the T word. That's fine. That's no. fine. If you no. ever do say it one day, I'm going to be disappointed. I mean, look, I crush it when I'm on there, but I just don't like <laughs> to be on there. That's all. <laughs> Hate Twitter, but I nail it. You know, um, getting retweets so... from one of the Stargate actors. You know, I just no. just drop in once every couple of months and just nail that shit, and then I'm out again. <laughs> See you guys. You know, I'm Mitch. I'm I mean, I've got <laughs> I've got at least like double figures of followers. Oh, so totes. you know, that's the most important thing. <laughs> Mitch underscore Lewis for myself. If you want to come and talk some geek stuff, some Shield stuff, anything? Let's talk about it. And we'll be back next week to talk more Shield. We'll catch you then. Thank you, buddy. Bye. Get into geek.com.